Hello and welcome back to another episode of What's Chai Chi Podcast. Here on this podcast, we just get vulnerable and we talk about the realities of living a Christian life. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back. And if you're new here, I just want to reiterate that this podcast is not supposed to be me preaching to you or teaching a word or anything. It's just supposed to be me in my living room drinking tea and if you were my friend in real life we would be in my living room and we would just be talking about life so i hope that i can encourage you to live a christian life based on the experiences that i have had in the past so as always i have my tea here i'm drinking a chai tea today so if you have your tea get cozy and we're just gonna talk about life so if you haven't already guessed by my pink sweater and the roses on my table, today is Valentine's Day. Well, obviously not today, the day that you're watching this episode because I will release it in probably two weeks, but the day that I'm recording is Valentine's Day. And I just want to kind of go off that topic of Valentine's Day and then spin it into the kind of series that we've been going in the direction of, which is kind of like the series of fear. We talked about the fear of disappointment and then the fear of missing out. And today I want to talk about the fear of being alone. And I I love Valentine's Day. I haven't always liked Valentine's Day, especially, well, I've basically always been single on valentine's day even if i've been in a relationship it's never crossed over on valentine's day there were a couple times i did get roses from some secret admirers or crushes and stuff like that but i'd never been in a relationship over valentine's day i think valentine's day it's beautiful i love it now because i love that people really are reminded of the love that they have for one another. But I think it can be really hard, especially for people who are single, because there's kind of this saying that on Valentine's Day for couples, it's love day. And for singles, it's singleness awareness day, because it really emphasizes how single you are. That's why nowadays, single girls we get together and we celebrate a little galentines and that's what i did with some of my girls yesterday i planned it so last minute because i got back from the u.s on monday and i was like so jet lagged but i was like i I really want to do something i texted them last minute i was like hey are you guys free tomorrow night do you do a galentines and they were both like yes we're free which i love spontaneity so i planned a little dinner a little heart-shaped pizza evening and we had a lot of chocolate fondue and I gave them both roses and we just talked about like relationships, encouraged one another in our singleness and just had a good time together. And I think nights like that really remind me of the power of community, but the power of community with girls. I, I know that some people don't really like having girlfriends because it can be very gossipy the atmosphere can be very toxic sometimes but when you truly have good girlfriends 
It's the best thing ever. It fills a void that no one else can fill. I just really loved doing that. And it just reminded me of like being in your single season is wonderful. Like, of course, there are moments that you do feel alone and you're like, oh, why can't I just settle and marry someone already? But just trust God on his timing, his perfect timing because he's still doing so much in our hearts in the season be patient with him because he is the one that's faithful and will complete the good work in our lives he's the one that sanctifies us to become more and more like jesus so why wouldn't we trust his perfect timing there are things in our hearts that we cannot see and God sees. And if we trust in him, he's the one that's going to heal wounds. He's the one that's going to mend the broken heart and make sure that when you do enter into a relationship, you're not doing that because you fear being alone, but you truly have a whole heart ready to give everything to the other person. Um, I want to start with a quote, actually, instead of ending with a quote. It's a quote by Cheryl Strayed. It says, The fear of being alone is not a good reason to stay. And I think oftentimes we are so afraid of being alone that we stay in a toxic relationship. Or maybe it's not even toxic, but you know in your heart it's not good for you or it's not the right one but you're so afraid that if you let go of this relationship there will be no other relationships coming your way or you won't find anyone better and that's not a good enough reason to stay in the relationship that you're in or not a good enough reason to pick someone to start a relationship with because you're afraid that if you don't say yes to this perfectly good oak man, <laughs> that's what apparently South Africans say, he's a good oak, um, then you're never going to find someone better. I have two examples in my life. Um, oh gonna have to be very vulnerable with this one so I was in a relationship for a short period of time with a Christian guy and just to give you context in my life I hadn't really dated any Christian guys before so when I started dating him I was like that he's he's it you know, he ticks all of my boxes. We were really good friends. He loved Jesus. He was leading people. He was just a great guy. And, you know, things. we decided to cool it for a bit, just go back to being friends. But afterwards, just kind of the chemistry died down. And I really asked God, like, show me should I like continue to pursue this or not like show me if he's the guy for me and he clearly showed me twice in my dreams that he wasn't right for me but I still was like no but he's just such like I'm never gonna find someone like him again 
And even in my quiet time, in my devotional time, when I was just spending time with God, he also confirmed that to me. But because I was so afraid of letting go of this fish that I would never find a better fish or a better match for me, even after the relationship was over, I couldn't move on for over a year because I couldn't let go of it because I was honestly afraid that I would that I was letting go of something good and I hadn't tried hard enough to hold on to it but eventually I let it go into God's hands and I trust him that he will bring the right person for me in the right timing and I think this is kind of a struggle that we as christian females kind of go through because firstly it's just really hard to find someone that ticks the boxes and like someone who just truly loves the lord someone who's you know i said a good oak a good oak tree (laughs) and it's just it's just really hard to find that so when we do find it we're like we don't want to let it go we want to hold on to it because These are really rare gems in the world. When I was kind of dealing with that part, just trying to move on, I remember I sat down with my pastor and she said to me, she looked me in the eyes and she said, Pri, I know he's a good guy. I know he is. But there are other good Christian men out there who are compatible with you. And that was kind of the words that I needed to hear to know and have assurance that there are other people out there. Oftentimes we have this scarcity mindset, like the longer we wait, all of the good people will be taken. But no, they actually exist. And that's why we need to trust in God, because he's not just going to find the right guy for you but he's going to bring him in the right timing when your heart is wholly healed, when your heart is ready to be in that place where you can fully give the love that he gives you. And just to know that there are good people out there who exist. And then I actually met one. I briefly explained it in one of the previous episodes on a dating app. And this is because of my fear of being alone I started grasping at all my options like I am getting older what am I gonna do and so that was a period of my life when I actually said God I trust you but you're not working fast enough and so I'm gonna take things into my own hands and I'm gonna really try and make things happen in my own way and in my own time and Sometimes dating apps work for some people, but they just didn't work for me because I had the wrong motivation. I was on it because I had a fear of being alone. Anyway, so I did end up meeting this guy. Perfect Christian. Like, he would text me every morning, good morning, with a Bible verse, and pray for me. Even every time we called, he would end on prayer. It was just like, okay, This is everything that I have prayed for. Like I've literally written in my journal and everything that's there on paper is in the sky. 
but I just didn't feel the chemistry. And I know that sounds really stupid, but I also fully believe in attraction and chemistry. And if it's not there, it's not there. And I also understand for some people that kind of chemistry can grow. Yes, that's, I think, if you're friends with someone and you have that opportunity and that atmosphere where you can grow that safely. But if you're like intentionally dating with someone and it's just not there, I just don't think you should be wasting your time. And so I felt really stupid, honestly, to like let go of this option. But at the end of the day, we're all only going to marry one of the billions of people out there. There are so many options nowadays, right? Like people who are good looking, you're attracted to, good Christian, good personality, kind hearted, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, you're just going to marry one. And so if I don't like him, I don't have to date him. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I also have friends who are like, okay, there's this really great guy, but I just, I'm not attracted to him. And I'm like, if you let him go, it's okay. I know that you're nearing this age and you are afraid that if you let go of this good guy, there's not going to be anyone left. But don't be with him because you actually fear not having anyone else. Be with him because you actually like him and adore him and want to care for him and want to love him. And so I think that we have this scarcity mindset of these good guys. They don't come around often. So when I see them, I'm going to hold them and I'm going to not let go but there actually are more good guys out there and don't just hold on to it because you're afraid. Trust God. Do not be afraid. Some people have told me that I have quite high standards and I kind of laugh it off. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But sometimes those comments actually get to me and I really evaluate, like, do I have really high standards? Well, no. My standards are just there because I compare people, the way they treat me, to the way that, like, my dad has treated me, like an absolute princess. Or how some guys have treated me in the past and have really just cared for me. But ultimately, I compare everyone's love to the love I received from Jesus. And I know in a way that is unfair because there is no human that can ever meet the standards of God's love. But if I have the love of Jesus already, why would I need to fill a void with human love if I can get that from God? So if I'm really lacking love, 
I'm not going to get that. I'm not going to be filled from human love. That's why we need to be filled with the love of God. And we can outpour and give that to the people that we end up being with. You cannot give a love that you don't know. And so you will only be able to give love that you've received in the past, maybe from your parents or from past relationships or from your past experiences. But if you know the love of God, you're able to truly love the way that he has loved us. And obviously we're human, so we'll still mess up. But what I mean is understanding what it means to be sacrificial, what it means to submit. And I know that submission is a very dirty word in society. People are just like, ew, submit. I don't want to submit to anyone. I'm going to be independent, na, na, na. But in the Bible, it does call the wives to submit to their husbands as the church submits to Christ. And I know that's not going to be taken well for people who are not believers. They're like, why would a woman submit to a husband? Well, you know what? It also says that the husbands should love their wives and give up their lives for their wives as Christ loves the church, which I think is actually more pressure. It's a harder thing to live out because who can love the way that Christ really loves? So if we as women of God are called to submit to our husbands, wouldn't you want to find a husband worth submitting to? Just think about that for a moment. You are called to submit to your husband and love him. So wouldn't you want to find someone who is worthy of being submitted to. So that's why I want to encourage you to wait on the right guy and don't just jump into a relationship because you're honestly afraid. Because you're never alone. And in Matthew 28 verse 20, you know, Jesus tells his disciples this just before he ascends into heaven. He like gives the great commission And then just before he leaves. So it's like his final words physically. He says, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. We are never alone. That's the the beautiful thing about being a believer. Because when Jesus left, he said, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I'm going to send the helper. I'm going to send the spirit of God and he's going to dwell in your hearts. And whatever you call on upon him, he's going to be there and he's going to help you and he's going to guide you and he's going to comfort you and he's going to give you peace and you're going to feel love and you're going to feel my presence with you everywhere you go. So even if we're physically alone, even if we are isolated in some moments, don't forget that is a promise from God. He will never leave you, even to the end of age. And, you know, sometimes we have this fear of being alone. It might not be for a relationship. It might be the fear of not having friends or not having a community 
or actually physically being isolated. I'm not going to lie. It's a hard road to walk to say, yeah, I trust you, God, in your timing and in your way. And then things like Valentine's Day come along and you're like, okay, still waiting for you, God. And then whispers from the enemy come in and say, well, another year you're single. When is God's promise going to come? You know, it's because of this X, Y, Z that you're single. Maybe you're too much for people. Maybe you're too little for people. Maybe you don't have a big enough personality. Maybe you need to chase it yourself. And it's in those moments that we need to put on the mind of Christ. We need to put on the helmet of salvation and what the word of God says. And he says, you are never alone. I am with you. I have never left you, nor will I ever leave you. I am with you until the end of age. I love you so, so much that no human can ever fill the void that you have in your heart that only I can fill. I love you so much that I gave my only son to die on the cross for your sins. I am alive, there is resurrected life in Christ, and one day we are going to be together, face to face, for eternity. And when you remember all of that, man, nothing matters anymore. You're like, I'm going to be with Christ forever. Who cares if I get a rose on Valentine's Day? A rose from a man on Valentine's Day, from your crush or whatever, or a box of chocolates from your secret admirer or from a boyfriend or whatever. Or a cute romantic dinner date. None of that is ever going to meet the standard of what Jesus did for us. And that's why, just to wrap up, on Valentine's Day, I want to remind us of the ultimate love. The love that Jesus poured out for us. And yes, he wants us to enjoy life here. He wants us, he says, go and go forth and multiply. He's for marriage. He's for love. But ultimately, he is for our hearts. He just wants us to look up and say, hi, God. I see you. I see that you're actually existing in my life and you are doing so many things and all these little details and I just never really saw them before. But now I do because I really believe that your hand is over my life. Hi God, I just want to spend time with you today. I just want to talk to you and I just want to tell you all my problems. He desires that. He wants us to sit down and tell him everything that is hurting us, everything that is burdening us, because he wants a relationship with us. He wants us to come to him and pour our heart out and say, this was really hard today. I'm feeling really sad and depressed. Like, this is what is on my heart and I don't know what to do with it. He doesn't want to be a God that's far away. He was a God that's far away because our sins separated us from God. That's why he sent Jesus to die for our sins so that he could be close to us, so that he could hold us and care for us when we're hurting. And now we have the Holy Spirit with us. He literally lives in our hearts and will never leave us. And in all 
the time when we call out to him, he's like, I am right here. I will comfort you. I will give you peace. Peace that transcends all understanding. I love flowers. I love roses. Look how beautiful they are. I love pink. I love red. I love chocolate. I love a good candlelit dinner. But ultimately, nothing will fill my heart like Jesus does. And when we give a heart over to God and we say, okay, do what you want with it. And I trust you in your timing when you think it's the right timing for me to be in a relationship. Then he can actually do the work in our hearts. He's the one that transforms our hearts. And when he does the work in our hearts, then we will be fully ready to be in a relationship because we won't be in a relationship because we fear being alone or because we think we're ready for a relationship and oh there's a the perfect guy there but it's truly because our hearts have been filled with his love and we're ready to outpour and we're ready to give it not just to our spouse but to our friends and to our community and to everyone around us he's the one that does the work within our hearts and we need to give him time to do that because we may think we're ready but he is all-knowing all-powerful omnipotent omnipresent so i just wanted to remind us of that the ultimate love comes from god he is our valentine's and also remember girls and guys but mainly girls there are good christian men out there just trust god okay that's all i wanted to say today i hope you have a great valentine's day or late a very late valentine's day when this will come out but i hope you enjoyed this episode i love you guys and i'll see you in the next episode bye